Just well, when I went, when I, I had to take one math class for my BA, yeah, and I was like, I was like <laughs> math for liberal arts majors, like the easiest. There was one concept that was like an elementary school thing what? that mm-hmm. I had never been exposed to. That was kind of I was like, okay, I've got to learn this actually, but the rest mm-hmm. was so easy. I'm like, I just, yeah. I just have to get this requirement out of the way. Mm-hmm. I am not good at math. <laughs> I do not want to do anything. Trig was where I learned. Nope. <laughs> you can't go any further than this with math. Actually, so, I really liked um, like history a lot. I had a lot of good good history teachers yeah. who taught it as like um, more like a story and not like uh, cool. you oh, yeah. know Facts. a series yeah, never, of events. I yeah. never liked history classes, and now I have a master's in history. Yeah, so there you go. But <laughs> I just had to Maybe find through movies find the, the one mm-hmm. and only subject that interests me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of history, though, when I uh, the first time I ever went to England before I even thought I would go to school there and live there, because what? That's crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, one of, on the trip that we were on, they took us on this. It was a Disney trip, and they took us on this because everything I do is Disney. And uh, they took us on this walking tour all through London. And one of the places that we stopped, which I saw shortly after in. Uh, you know the movie with Tom Hanks, and it was on that book, and they go all over London and France. Uh, no. uh, it doesn't help the story if I can't think of the name of the, <laughs> the movie. Da Vinci Code? Yes, thank you there very much. Go. That was nice. really good. Wow. Uh, I was like, I can't even get so this So I one. saw it after in the Da Vinci Code, but it is the Church of the Knights Templar yes. in uh, in London, which is we didn't get to go inside, but we were outside and you could see, and it's kind of cool. It's got this weird column out there and everything. But So that's what I thought was cool. Um because I didn't, well, I heard that uh, in the Maltese Falcon that that's like where the Falcon originated or oh, something with the Knights yeah. Templar. So yeah, the Knights Templar have a lot of treasures. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Nicolas Cage. That's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> he would know. <laughs> so really. So, uh, yeah. I don't so, wait, know. you say you I'm, heard. You, had you seen it? No. Night no, I had not no. seen it. This was a struggle to get to this opening. I just am going to state it. You should just leave We're this We're keeping this one. It the was a struggle to get to the opening for this We're show. We're not fooling anyone. Was, no, we're not fooling anyone. And I just want to say that then, then I might as well just say watching the movie, which just, but I had never seen it. And then learning that it also was seized by pirates off of a galley bonus, go. right? Oh, Cheryl that's cool. Yeah, I did. So. Well, I had to admit I just watched it. I couldn't do like that. Have you seen it? No. So anyway, I had never seen it before. I love I've it. I've given up all pretense at this oh, point. Yes. Are we keeping that? Then just say the line. It's on my list. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm Cheryl, and I have not seen The Maltese Falcon. I'm Elisa, and I've not seen The Maltese Falcon. I'm Joe, and I have seen The Maltese Falcon. I'm Andrew, and I have seen The Maltese Falcon. I'm Bethany, I have seen The Maltese Falcon. And uh, Brock Powell is going to be silently watching us in the corner this week as he portrays the role of the silent stoic. 
Maltese Falcon. He's such an amazing voice actor that he can actually pull this off. It's incredible. I mean, I (laughs) wish you could see it, but he's just stoically standing there. I don't want to spoil it, but almost as if he were made of lead. The silence is deafening. (laughs) Like, it's so good. (laughs) Uh, So the Maltese Falcon, 1941. Yes. Okay. uh, Directed by... John, uh, John, John Houston. Houston. Houston, yeah. Yes. Written, I always doubt myself on how to pronounce that last name. Written by Houston. John Houston and Dashiell Hammett. Yes. Yeah, Dashiell Hammett did the, the novel. Book. Yeah. Uh, and then this surprised me. This was not even the first time that that book was adapted for film. Really? Yeah, this I think was the I third saw, time. Yeah, I the saw something time? on IMDb that there were older versions. Yeah, yeah. I was like, there's wow. A, there's a 1931 version that um, was, I think it was pre-code, so it didn't mm. get a lot of play once the Hayes Code and all the MPA, all that stuff came in. Mm. Uh, and then there was a like a comedy version from 1936 oh. um, <laughs> where they changed like all the names. Okay. And it was all played for like laughs. Like oh. no, nothing like, was serious. I would like to Bungling, watch that. like yeah. madcap thing. Mm. Okay. And I think they even... Huh? I know. Interesting. Yeah. I think they, <laughs> yeah. they, they even played up the romance uh, element between... Um, you know, oh my our, God, our hero, romance. Sam Spade, and Archer's wife, <laughs> which is like, uh, okay, I guess Question. that's one way to go with it. But yeah, so I, I think that that plays into the whole idea that this version is uh, iconic because we don't even know about those other versions. Right. Yeah. 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 Interesting. And and the, the Sam Spade character was kind of like a, a, not a serialized thing, but like he, they had different stories based with Sam Spade. Yeah. There were some other... Didn't didn't Humphrey play Sam Spade in some other films as well? Might have. I th- I I might be wrong, but I remember hearing that where it was almost like I mean not James Bond, but like similar sort of thing where he's a detective and he has one sort of little case each film. So interesting. I I know that in the Dashiell Hammett admitted like in the writing of Sam Spade that he made a character that like. Uh, you know, PIs think they are. Pri- uh, private investigators think they're like Sam Spade. <laughs> and they're really not. As they're no. sitting in a corner just like drinking and smoking like, yeah. Yeah. I'm really cool. <laughs> That's all they're doing. <laughs> no one's walking through your door. Though what I will say like as we get started in this like, this movie wastes zero time. There are right? no beautiful, moves there's so one fast. shot of the San Francisco skyline and then you're in. You're just like, people are talking, things are happening, things are moving, pay attention. If you leave the room for five minutes, you're dead. You have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Yes. You have to hang on. <laughs> well, especially because characters lie. They like, lie no, and no, they talk no, very quickly. Yeah. Yes. No character really portrays what they're actually aiming for in their first moments that's that's i mean including sam but as the audience you can kind of see what he's doing or like when when he's lying and sort of why Mm -hmm. you can see his his motivations everyone else though you kind of have to guess at and it's very very fast yeah i definitely have some questions (laughs) (laughs) can i just make a flat-out statement right up front right up front i really hated this movie oh right yeah (laughs) me too yeah i I really hated it i really like i will never watch it again hated disliked there's just no reason to ever see it again never why because i just i hated the character I, I and of course, looking at it through a modern lens, I hated everything he said to his secretary. Uh, we'll get into that. I'm sure I have a lot of notes on that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think. Well, I, I did. I took. I was thinking this was the next one. I next movie. I took fewer notes. 
uh, I just I thought things just moved so fast and in ways that didn't like it didn't make sense. Yeah, it was just like, where did that come from? Like over and over again in this movie, there was a lot no, of like left turns. Yeah, there sure. was no progression to anything. Things just happened mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And, and you had nothing just, to go on from the characters to 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 understand where they would go. I just saw a funny. That's true. I just saw a funny note in here, but I'll get, I'll, <laughs> hopefully we'll get to it. I was like, oh, look at me, I'm clever. I mean, uh, I, I I think sure a lot of uh, a lot of this also goes to like what like how noir movies started. A lot of them yeah. were very much like, okay, it's a mystery, so we're not going to tell the audience anything. Every scene's going to reveal something new, and you're going to have which no is, idea what's going well, on. Well, which is yeah, fine right. if there's if you can see how things kind of happen. But this was like things happened with no no reason for it, no anything. And yeah, I know you're going to reveal stuff to me. I can enjoy that. But, but this just was like they would just something completely random would all of a sudden happen or yeah. some character would totally like say something that you're like, where did that come yeah. from? What is this happening? <laughs> so I literally have a, a margin note here. I was writing what was happening and I literally wrote, where did this come from? <laughs> she As does. A, I see oh, it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if we, I don't know how we want to approach it, but it's the end, like the kind of big climactic moments yeah. mm-hmm. that I was like between between Sam Spade and the and the lead female character Bridget, oh, yeah, right. Bridget O'Shaughnessy. is that right? Bridget O'Shaughnessy, Bridget it was something like that. That's what she's revealed and, her name is after yeah. she gives a fake name. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and in the credits, that's yeah. what that's what yes. her character's and, like. But at the at the end, there's like they've been, you know, going with this case, and they've been together. And there's one scene where it's maybe suggested they might have slept together, but at the end, there's this huge overwrought romantic I must have you kind of oh moments as they're talking I'm like this tragic energy as they put it romantic tragic energy and I was like where'd that come from exactly there was not a hint of that (laughs) I'm gonna kind of counter that though and say like was she just lying again well, because at that Maybe, point, but where did it come from for him then? For him, he was. I think he could have been like thinking about again. Like this is very fast paced. It's like more of an informational movie than like a wow, look at them acting. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them were just like say your line really fast. Right, yes. get out of the room now. And so I don't know. For for him, it could yes, it's a little ridiculous. But I think it's less ridiculous in this movie than it was in something like The Matrix, where you're like, I love you. You're like, No, you don't. There was <laughs> yeah, no, no, well, no, no, yeah, no, no. It felt no. the same to me. There it too, felt really. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This to me was just to like me, so I saw it as she was big. trying like another ploy, and he like he kind of wanted to go for it, but then he decided not to. Well, I, but I, also, I thought he kind of led it. So uh, I don't know. Maybe he was just. Kissing and sleeping with anyone. I mean, that he I, wanted. I'm it's, not going to yeah. read it because I think I wrote his whole thing down because I was like, it was so like. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> I won't read it. I, I overnote, as you know. I I know. I honestly do think I remember reading that um, they had to cut out like a lot of sex, a lot of drinking, mm-hmm. a lot of like provocative elements. They cut out drinking. <laughs> So all yeah, the exactly. Really, right. really good parts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. All the like good parts, <laughs> but it's yes. like, uh, and so I think some of that is what what you're seeing, where it's the the two plus two isn't there, but we're getting right. the four. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yes. And it, it's it's more a ten than a four. Like they really crank yeah, it yeah. up, but yeah, and it just I don't know that bothered me. That's like I, I don't. Am I supposed to feel any of this because I didn't get a chance to even get there? Like I don't see this love relationship. This longing and need between the two of you mostly right. i just saw him treating women horribly 
And, and them wanting him. Yes, and them wanting him because that was the thing. Yeah. And I get it. That's the that's the Sam Spade. Yes, yeah. the Sam Spade, the the Mike Hammer, the whatever, every all the detective. Yes, every yes. Humphrey Bogart yes. Any yes. movie. Yeah, that's true. That's why you hire Humphrey Bogart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm curious because everyone keeps talking about how fast paced things went. Mm-hmm. I was shocked to see this movie's only an hour and 40 minutes long because it felt like it was longer than yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. It Oof. went on and yeah, on it did go. and on. Well, it doesn't help that they also like change location like every scene right. for almost no reason because they right. always go yeah. back to yeah. the last location they were in. It didn't. I, I thought, where are we? Okay, so now we're in his apartment. Okay, now we're back in the office. Okay, now we're in her apartment. Well, now we're in a hotel. <laughs> and we're back in the ho- office, back in the apartment. We're on a street. We're on. A, yeah, we're like mm. okay. I think it feels so long because there's no there's no scene for you to like catch your breath or to like. Chill. It feels like it's just a dead sprint. <laughs> from it's just the a beginning. barrage of dialogue. You just, just nonstop. Go 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 well, go. Yeah. Maybe when he gets yeah. drugged. That's like the only sort That's of true. pause that yeah. we get, yeah. and then it's right oh, finally, back into it. Oh, finally, he can it. stop talking because he's <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> well, and I think even um, that that sequence is, is was impressive at the time because of the way that they they showed his blurry vision before yeah. he passes out. Yeah, and this was um, John Huston's first film. Oh, oh was yeah, it really? I think first, I remember first, that. first direct, you know, first oh, directing. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it, I I think it was a thing where uh, people were like, really, this new guy? I don't know if we trust him. And then he puts out something that is like at least impressive at the time. <laughs> and so, you know, he went on to have a very good career. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah, I um, What was the the I, I remember thinking uh, when I was watching this because I'd seen it before. So I'm watching this uh, for the show and. I'm going, I must have forgotten a part because I, I'm like, I remember this scene. I remember that scene. Then I remember this scene. <laughs> and it just, no, those scenes are just in that sequence. There is no connective tissue. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. There was nothing. I wasn't missing anything. It was just, I thought there should have been a scene. Right. <laughs> exactly. Why do we go from here to here? Yeah. There was, I was a like, lot of that. In there was movie. also some moments where I was like, why are these characters working together now? Yeah. They all yes. don't trust each other. Right. They seem to almost want to kill each other. And then there's the, immediately the next scene. They're like, okay, so we're parter, partnered up now. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So maybe I didn't fall asleep during the movie <laughs> and just like it, nothing ever made sense when I, yeah, when it ended. <laughs> no, you're right. So it fast. made no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Peter uh, Laurie is probably the best part of this movie. I love I Peter Laurie. Yeah. I adore him. I remember him coming part. in. Like, I love Yay. him in everything. Me yes. Too. And his, he had his uh, calling card scented with gardenia. <laughs> that was very nice and quite the dandy dresser, which I enjoyed. Yes. Uh, so funny. Yeah, I really enjoyed him, but uh, other than that, <laughs> not so much. Uh, I think his entrance is, or his his uh, introduction is probably one of the best scenes in the movie because he, he he sticks up Sam Spade. He's like, I'm gonna search your office. Right. Sam. Oh yeah. Knocks him out. <laughs> gets <laughs> his gun. Kind of waits for him to wake up, and he's like. Okay, I think is is that where they're like sort of working? Or no, he takes his money. He's like, I'm going to take two hundred dollars. Well, from by you. the end of that scene, he's he has hired Sam Spade. He has hired Sam yes. Spade, but and then he gives his gun back. He's like, I'm going to search your office, and he sticks him up again. And Sam he's starts like, laughing. He starts laughing. <laughs> he's like, oh, good. fine. I guess. He's like, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. 
He's like, I know I can overpower you, so go oh ahead. Oh my gosh, that was just, that was funny to me. That was like a nice like back and forth between mm. two. But characters. he is searching, so he's searching Sam's office because he thinks Sam has the Maltese Falcon. Yeah. Which so the way the film begins, I was waiting for Cheryl your wonderful notes. I'm sure you yeah, had the entire. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yes, prologue. I didn't know whether we wanted to. No, I just put that the the Falcon was uh, an item, I guess, from the Knights Templar. Uh, it's a jewel encrusted falcon. It was a gift to Charles V of Spain from the Knights Templar. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had very weird notes here. Then uh, the galley that it was being transported on was seized by pirates, and then the fate of the Maltese falcon has been a mystery ever since then. And so, yeah, so this woman comes to his office, his it's, it's, spade and archer. Yeah, so, so that's the prologue, and yes. then it immediately goes into, okay, here's some private detectives, and then a woman comes in, and she's like, my sister's missing. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. right, and you're like, what? Yeah, so it takes a bit to actually get While to While the... he stands around calling his secretary sweetheart and darling, and later <laughs> says, you're an angel, a nice rattle-brained little angel, and... I wanted to deck him some when he talked I to her. I kind of want to, mm. I want to argue now with Cheryl a, a bit on this point. Oh, listen, Precious. I'm now so that's a good this. girl. Uh, I understand it was a different time and it's a, the hard-boiled detective, but it doesn't mean it was ever right and it's annoying <laughs> and I can't stand it. And come on, okay. dude. Can I counter? How did she, when they go tell Miles' wife. <laughs> nope. Nope. In a second. When, <laughs> when, get this one. when, when they go, when, when they go, they're going to go tell Miles' wife that he's been killed. Archer, right? Is that, uh, and then somebody asks him, how did she take it? And he says, I don't know anything about women. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Pardon me. Now you have to bleep that. Uh, yeah. Counter, please. Okay. So. <laughs> Yes, everything he says to his secretary is just like tinged with a little like really, <laughs> okay, yeah. with a lot but, of really. But like <laughs> looking at looking at her character and the way that she acted, and to me, I mean, obviously, yes, he had a partner named Archer or whatever. He dies very quickly. Yes, um, the way that they were kind of talking and, and bantering together, it was that it. In the way that she behaved to me, it felt like more they were on equal footing rather than she was subservient. Oh, she was doing what he me. asked, yeah. But she she was never like she was never. I don't know. She didn't feel like she was above her station. I don't think it. I, I'm trying to find a good way to. Describe I very this. much felt that she they seemed, had a thing. And yes, they might have, I think, but, but I, I, I got also that too. I, I'm not sure. He like was, there's there's a few characters like this in like uh, in dramas today on TV where it's like where it, often it is the secretary, right. or like maybe they had a thing once and they're just like ah that won't work we'll just be good friends right. and they work really well together. Yeah, a, to me I don't know it's and yeah obviously the dialogue it would have like that not cool that theory but, would make more sense to me if she shot a barb back at him more often. That's if true. she if she actually said something like yeah poopsie I'll do it you know yeah. but but he's constantly calling her sweetheart darling angel whatever mm. and that's he's really demeaning her like he's I mean she's just the secretary mm-hmm. she's just the woman I think she's you know? doing more than, and she does do more yes than than what is like let but, on though but he's always just ordering her to do more and kind of take to me he took advantage of her like yeah take this person home and house them you know don't worry someone's just trying to kill her no, yeah. nothing could go wrong for you and, but and then the of same, course she screws it up so cause that's the true at the same time him. though when he when he was giving that instruction it seemed like that was not the first time that she had done no, Oh, it definitely and she, and wasn't he's just the like first changed time. cabs a few times. She's like, yeah, I got it. Like, it just like means done yeah, it before. takes it advantage like a, a, of her all the time. Sort of so thing. I don't know. I really had an issue with it. <laughs> Clearly. So you're saying women just don't like compliments. <laughs> this is what I'm getting from this oh, whole conversation. No. No. 
Joe, 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 Joe. I could not. Uh, I could like not. It's a good waiting, thing I know waiting. you better than that. <laughs> well, even, like uh, the part that really got to me was when Archer died and his wife's trying to talk to Sam. He's just basically like, was... "Yeah, we had a fling, but he's dead now. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Go right, away." Right? Oh, he was terrible to her. And yeah. Even the the cops were like, um, "You came to see, you know, uh, that your partner had been killed. Didn't even have time to stop and look at the body." It was, it was like, he just yeah. has no emotions. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, just... the guy dies, and the next day he's telling the secretary, all right, take Archer off the window, move yeah. his desk out of here. Right. It's all me now. You know, you're like, whoa, you really didn't what? like this guy. Okay, I get it, but geez. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, can we say how funny it is, though, and wrong as well, that the fat man in the movie, his last name is Gutman, yeah. I so. was personally offended by that, <laughs> I must say. I, you know, I get it because, you know, but uh, I was like, uh, come I'm on, I'm surprised, man. Cheryl. I, I thought I, I, I felt some, some weird connections there to The Big Lebowski. Well, I mean, there oh, is yeah, inherently because The Big Lebowski is a, a, that kind of detective story like that it, at its heart. It's based on all of these movies in that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But I would rather watch The Big Lebowski than an actual hard-boiled detective. I mean, I was I it, it, there was a TV show with Stacy Keach. Was that Mike Hammer? Uh, that might have been Mike Hammer. I kind of remember that. I think it was Mike Hammer. I get some of the names mixed up with these detectives, but I was really into that for a while. But mostly because I really liked Stacy Keach in that era. But um, but. Other than that, I just, I apparently don't like these stories. <laughs> I used to try to read them when I was into that TV show, and I couldn't read them either. I couldn't read the books, really, that that show was based on just because I was like, yeah, I don't really like these guys, you know, because there is a lot of this in it, a lot of that. The way women are treated is not fun to read for a woman. It's on my list. We'll be right back. One hundred and five minutes of Super Mario Brothers in the can. Can't believe we did it. Uh, what's next? Obviously, Denson checks in. Oh, you mean the nineteen ninety six ape film directed by Ken Quapis? That's right. We're gonna watch it one minute at a time, and for each minute that we watch, we're gonna find a film that pairs nicely, like a, a wine with a fine dinner. Sounds great. See you next week. Dunstan checks men. Dunstan checks men. Dunstan checks men. I did think his apartment was cool, by the way. You had the sliding, you had the door, and then you have these sliding doors, so it creates like this little anti room. You had a little entryway. Yeah, I thought that's really cool. I would like an apartment like that. Nifty. I think that was one of my favorite scenes, though, is when, because it's uh, Cairo and what is her name? O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy are are in the office with Sam. He's kind of giving it to both of them. And then the, the cops are at the front door. Everyone freaks out. He's like, all right, stay back here and shut up. And so he's, he's talking to the cops and he's being very like antagonistic and comforting. Like, why do you want to talk to me? I've already told you all this stuff. Leave me alone. And then suddenly <laughs> Cairo screams a very female like scream. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then they just pause and they're like, I guess we're going in now. I guess you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was funny. I, I love that moment. Mm. Well, even uh, there, when you get into the room and Cairo, he's like bleeding from the head <laughs> and he's like, she tried to kill me. And he's like, uh, and Oshana, she s- says, Oh, he came at me first. Yes. And it's like, okay, well, you know, who are we going to believe in that moment? Yeah. And then even the, the cops are like, oh, well, we should take somebody in. Yeah. 
and that's where uh, um, where Spade like spills the whole story of everything that happened up to that point. It was like Cairo pulled a gun on me. He did this and well, that. Well, then he lies at the end of it, though. Yes. Yes. He does. He 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 gives just enough to get Cairo in trouble, but then he he tries to tie it back up again mm-hmm. so that nobody's in trouble. He's like, "Well, are we going to start bringing charges on each other?" No. Yeah. 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 So yeah. let's just get back to our business. Cops, get out of here. Yeah. But they, they and then the, they take Cairo in anyway just to question him. Yeah, this was the part where he claimed he claimed it was all just a jape. Yeah. And uh, jape. that's a word we don't use much anymore. Jape. And uh, and then yes, yeah, so then the cops take Cairo and leave, and then Spade and and Bridget uh, have a giggle. About it, I don't know. <laughs> and she still won't tell him anything. That's when she expl- she explains the Falcon, but lies, and he calls her on it, and so she admits everything. And uh, and then he goes in to kiss her, which they've done once before. Oh yeah. But then he says he, they, there's a guy in the street watching them, and I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, Wilmer, right? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Yes. I wrote his name down later somewhere. Yes. Poor Wilmer. Yeah, he's got a good. He's, he's a character actor. I don't remember the actor's name. Yes, but he, he, had uh, a, he has a very distinct look. I've yes. seen him yeah, in something Yeah, he's been in before. everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's quite young in this one, but you continued. Cook Jr. Yeah. Who? What? Yeah. Alicia Cook Jr. Is okay. His name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Alicia. Mm-hmm. Alicia. Hmm. Maybe it was Ali Shay. Or it could be that too. <laughs> <laughs> like Tarjay. <Yeah. laughs> he was good. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. one of the reasons it's. It's it's a good movie, I think, kind of because where you end up, I feel like is is it's kind of interesting once once the thread is all weaved to kind of see the picture that it's created. But as you're as you're following along, there's nothing to follow, like you said, because right. everyone's yeah. lying. If you you kind of give up any hope, like if you're going into this going like I'm gonna solve this. No, there's no way. I felt incredibly frustrated there, by yes. everybody and Absolutely. everything. Well, and I'm like, well, what's you, the point? You have, <laughs> yeah, you have all this stuff that we've talked about, and then the Cairo goes whatever, and you're, you know, it's those characters, and then all of a sudden at this hotel, all of a sudden you meet the fat man and Casper Gutman, and and <laughs> who all of the camera angles accentuated his belly. They're <laughs> shooting him from beneath and everything. I was like, guys, come on, but. Uh, yeah, and then like it's, it was a little while ago when I saw it, but the, uh, but then he like they can't make a deal, and Spade just like freaks out on him. Mm-hmm. He throws the temper tantrum. Yeah, yeah. On well, he does it on purpose. Yes. Okay, because he uh, wants. Oh, that's right. He, he wanted my more next information. Note says he's yeah. in the hallway smiling because he's setting them up. Smiling yeah. in his hand See, is, is like a problem shaking. I didn't yeah. watch it last night. <laughs> okay, so I did want to talk about um, MacGuffins. Okay, yes. Uh, it's a ah. lovely bar at AMC Theater. Yes, uh, thank you for, for taking my line. No, uh, but, but they did name the bar after... Um, the, the, the term. Filmic term, the yes, term. of course. Uh, which the term, I didn't even know this, it came from someone named uh, Angus McPhail. Uh, what? what a sad name. Yeah, I don't know. Mc- if, I hope he was a success. <laughs> Let me look and see. Oh, he was like a screenwriter. Oh, He worked McPhail? with Hitchcock. M-C-P-H. Yeah, I thought it was a Hitchcock thing, yeah. Uh, but yeah. F-A-I-L. That's what I thought too, McPhail. Yeah. Sometimes with Angus McLoser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he worked with with Hitchcock, and okay. Hitchcock did, you know, MacGuffins. But yeah. the 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 Maltese Falcon is like the most classic MacGuffin. Yeah. If only because it truly means nothing. Yes. Like, yes. It is not You're so right. There are a lot, you know, there are films that nowadays that I think people say, oh, that part is a MacGuffin. But no, what that part is, is like it, it heals a character or it does something. Mm. A MacGuffin mm-hmm. is truly nothing. A MacGuffin is like it does actually nothing and everyone wants it. And we don't 
need to care about it. Yeah. We just right. need to care about the journey. Yes. Well, and you had you had multiple because you also I had made a note that uh, that Iva was a red herring, which would be you know same thing because mm-hmm. uh, she keeps coming in to the movie until she just disappears and <laughs> yeah. we never hear about her again. Oh, yeah. uh, but of course, like you're, it's kind of like every time she comes in, they're kind of trying to make you think maybe it was her. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she killed her husband. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but, but you're like, all along, you're like, of course it's not. Of course she's just a MacGuffin, a red herring. Yeah. She's not, of course not. And widow. so, yeah, she was, as I noted, she was literally only there as a red herring. Mm-hmm. which is like whatever but <laughs> yes um i'm a little bit interested for 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 you two who who hadn't seen the film before was there a point before the ending that you had guessed who the true killer was no or did you even care i mean it's <laughs> I, honestly, I, to be honest i completely checked i have out to my look at my notes I, yeah. and find out who the true killer was uh wow, okay uh, okay oh okay yeah <laughs> uh, no, it, it, I mean I suspected just because mm. it's the kind of movie kind of like that a dark it is. Board, you just say, ah, yeah, well, you. I mean it's like well probably because you know I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So, if I, did I read my I notes mean, wow. right? Even sorry, how many it? pages of notes did you write on this movie? You'd seven. A bore. Seven. <laughs> seven notes. Oh my god. Because I hadn't seen it, and there were quotes and stuff. But I'm not well, I do think people use. know that you are going to get spoiled, and this is a seventy-year-old, seventy-plus-year-old movie. Yes. 70 plus year old yeah. movie. Um, oh so the, you know, O'Shaughnessy is is uh, like such a classic femme fatale. Yes. In that, you know, she yeah. she is the one that comes in and, and it seems that Spade is interested in her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it turns out that she's the one who's the most dangerous mm-hmm. of the whole lot. Because even um, Gutman doesn't, he just knocks him out, doesn't try and kill Spade. Mm-hmm. As much right. as he thinks that Spade is getting in the way of getting the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I made an, I, I'm sorry, I tuned out for a second. I uh, <laughs> made a note on the fat man. When he, when they're in the apartment and he, he, Spade says, let's talk about the black bird. And he says, this is going to be the most astounding thing you've ever heard. And then proceeds to tell him the entire backstory. And I just wrote Basil Exposition next to that. <laughs> well, we had already got <laughs> that, that was the in note the prologue. That yes, we got yeah. that in the prologue. And he yeah. like recaps everything. He like reads the prologue. Every single <laughs> yeah. thing that happened along the way and who paid who and what. And yeah. And I was like, Okay. You're just there to do that, I guess, really. But uh. he ends that story with saying that the doesn't he end that story with saying that the the falcon was covered in some kind of material to hide its uh, value. Oh enamel. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. So that that was I thought that was the most important part of that. Yes. Whole yes. Yeah. Was that it's not going to be you know shining and jewel encrusted. It will right. look very plain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because it's not until you know like the finale we actually get to see it. Yes, I do think it's a nice build-up, though, because I mean you're kind of waiting to see. I mean, from the title card, you see the bird, and then they have the little. Here's what we're looking for, and then and you don't even know if it's going to be in that package. That that I, that to me, I think was like the hardest left turn this movie pulls is like person dying falls into my office with yes, the thing we're all right. looking I, for. This is where my I was just reading. Yeah, you're like, like ah. yeah, he literally stumbles in with this wrapped package, drops it. Spade checks his ID, whatever, he's dead, he shot. Uh, and then they open the package. They're like, we've got it, Angel, we've got it. He calls her Angel again. Uh, and then tells the secretary to call the cops, tell them everything has happened, but without the package. Mm-hmm. And tell them, and, uh, he took, tell them that he took the call and then left. 
and then I don't know. We discover it's the captain of this ship that we had just seen burning. Yeah, I, yes. I don't. This is where I have the most questions. Yeah. <laughs> so Spade wakes up in Gutman's apartment. Uh, he begins searching. He finds one piece of newspaper with the circled name of the ship arriving. Right. Yes. He goes to see that ship. It is on fire and sinking. Yes. Uh, and he's like, oh, uh, he was lying to the cop. He's like, I knew someone on that ship. Oh, well. He goes right. back to his office. Then the captain of that ship comes in, shot, says, spade, spade, dies. Mm-hmm. How does he know right. this? So yes. who told the captain to Sha- go to spade's office? Shaughnessy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Eventually who shot the captain? It. Good question. That that could have been Cairo, right? <gasps> who who set the ship on fire? Gutman? No, Wilmer. <laughs> well, they, they, yeah, they, they said they that. Explained that the yeah. Yeah. I was okay. trying to pay attention as well. Because what did... Okay, because the, at the very end, when they talk a lot, they're all in the same room. Well, they're trying to pin everything on Wilmer because they want a fall guy. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, and they kind of agree. Because I think Sam kind of he'll be asked. It. He's like, this ship's captain came at my door. And then and then the fat man is like, oh, we went to O'Shaughnessy's apartment because we knew she had it. Because mm-hmm. I guess the captain of the ship was like in cahoots with her. Mm-hmm. And so then... He he's like, oh, he he escaped. He must have escaped out the back before we could get to him. So maybe they probably shot him as he was trying to escape. Mm. And she had previously told him, if anything happens, take the bird to Spade. And so then that's how that. And then and then I think he said Wilmer was searching the ship and might have gotten a little careless with matches. Was like what oh he God. said. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, you know it happens. All right. Well, that's all those mysteries cleared up. I, I feel not fulfilled. I feel enlightened. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. There's honestly. just I have I have so many notes, and because I watched it a couple weeks ago, I'm like I don't even know what happened at this point. Like I'd have to really pay attention to these notes closely. Well, I think. Uh, I mean, even this, that. This came out before the the uh, the Big Sleep. Who's who's seen the Big Sleep? I've not, not seen that one. I don't I think yeah. I have. So <laughs> the Big Sleep is even more confusing oh, than right. Maltese Falcon. Let's and not put it on our even list. more of a like noir <laughs> okay. situation. Yeah, where like the movie starts and again everyone's lying. Yes. Nobody's telling the truth about anything. Uh, and then uh, with each scene, um, I can't remember who plays the the main guy in that one. He literally like will walk into a room. There's a dead body, and he's like, "Okay, I don't know who shot him, but I'll figure it out." <laughs> Never figures it out. <laughs> Just like every scene is like that wow. in that movie. It's so wow. it's even more confusing, but I feel like that's that's kind of the style. That's what I'm getting. At. The style of these noir films of that time yeah. were just to be confusing. It to me, it feels almost like an odd hybrid of like stage play and radio play. Mm-hmm. Where in yes. a radio play, you only have that. so much airtime, and it's a lot of people talking quickly, and you you're not. It's terrible, but you're not encumbered by visuals. So if you're sitting there, you're paying attention to what's going on. It's like an audiobook almost. You can get more information quick, more quickly. And with a stage play, it's like you usually have a fairly bare set. It's going to be a lot of just dialogue scenes. And so to me, it's like they tried to combine that in in film. So you get some some cool visual things where it's like the scene where Archer gets shot or when Sam is like losing the tail by going to that apartment building and like coming around the back. Mm-hmm. But j- after those two, there really aren't many like hugely visual things that happen. Maybe when he's like being drugged and you get like the out of focus camera, mm-hmm. but everything yeah. else is just kind of like information. Isn't this thrilling? I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. And That's confused. what I was like. As we get closer to the end of the movie, my notes just are like all of these bullet point things of okay they said this and then they said that and then this happened and then they said that that's how that happened and then they said that this how this is happening and, and then there's this whole paragraph that You're was calling a racehorse and, and i'm race like what it's like i remember oh, yeah. i had to keep pausing it like 
Okay, trying to write it down just also so I could figure out what, okay, they were, they, they, you're going too fast. I can't keep up. Let me take notes, <laughs> you know, so I can look at it later and see what you said actually happened here. Because it's like, it's just, yeah, it's so rapid fire so when much. you get to the end, especially that you're like, whoa, I can't, yeah. I can't even hear everything you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I, I wrote all his notes for nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's right. like, your, it didn't matter. It didn't really. And I feel like in... I mean, you don't. We don't really have many noir things today, unless it's like consciously trying to do like a yeah. throwback to this sort of. Yeah, thing. I was definitely. I was thinking about that in the sense that I feel like noir periods are like the forties, mm-hmm. the seventies. Yeah, they had like their yeah. own sense of noir. Yeah. yeah, and even the stuff today is either referencing the forties or the seventies. There was yeah. like stuff in the nineties as well. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, usual uh, suspects. Yeah, like confidential. Yeah. Usual oh, suspects. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah. Usual suspects. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Dark City. I would put it in there. Oh, okay. It's sci-fi, but it is noir. Yeah. But I, I think it's so interesting because like even um, The Nice Guys, which I a film, you know, oh, Ryan Gosling, yeah. uh, I really like that film a lot. It is like they're doing their version of the 70s yes. noir. Yes. And so it's like with each each new noir is typically like referencing another noir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're all just going down the line. Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, and, and the, the thing with, I think the whole appeal of detective stories or whether you're reading it or you're watching a movie or a play or something is that like are you smart enough to figure it out or right you, or can you figure it out before the characters do or at the, at the same time that they do whatever and especially with with shows where they present to you like oh these three occurrences happened which one of these is a red herring which is a fact or whatever it's 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 exciting for some people not me and interesting <laughs> to kind of follow along and 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 try to puzzle out yourself with this movie there is no hope of you doing right. that. No, no because way. it's like at they're tr- they're trying to throw you at it's yeah. too many throwing in too stuff many comes yeah. out of left field so much yeah that you're yeah. like well, I, yeah. I didn't have any hint of information on this i right. couldn't possibly have figured it out yes. nothing feels feels organic right exactly well it feels like every every time they're missing some information they go oh uh, there's this new character let's this new character comes to spade's office and uh they talk i have a question now who was the guy when spade was in the hotel lobby waiting for cairo and then he spade sees uh, Wilmer sitting there. Wilbur. Wilmer. 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 All right. It sounds so, like they call him Wilma the whole time. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, his name's Alicia. So, but see, sees him in the corner, kind of gives him grief, um, and just starts ragging on him a little bit, and then he says like, "Hey, back off." And then Sam's buddy comes in. Is he like a cop or something? I thought that was. Isn't that the other cop? I, I couldn't tell because he was wearing different clothes. Yeah, right. They were, seriously, <laughs> every, no, no yeah. one changes clothing in this movie. Because uh, he has, he, one of the cops seemed to be more of his friend and the other cop was the cop in charge. Okay, I'm so checking, maybe it was maybe checking it was my that notes guy. to see if I but said But he kind of drags him over to the corner. He's just like, Robbie. you want to let, let this like hitman just like sit in the lobby all day or whatever? Mm. So I, that yeah, whole scene I was a little confusing. I think they were just killing time waiting for Cairo to come back. Yeah. <sighs> Again, <laughs> <laughs> too much to keep track of. It really was. It does have a classic line at the very end. Yes. Well, sure. Uh, when the police arrive, they've caught the other three people that got away. Uh, Spade gives them Bridget for killing Archer, along with the evidence, including the Falcon. The cop looks at the Falcon and says, what is it? And Spade says, the stuff that dreams are made of. <laughs> and the cop rightfully says, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, That's the line. You are that cop. Which yeah. encapsulates the entire movie. <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot of movies where they, they try and get away with having a character say some crazy line and everyone's like, yes, of course, I understand. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, anyone else in the studio would go, what did, what did you just say? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> What's that mean? 
but yeah, there there is you know that that is part of also the great reveal that the Falcon that they have is a phony. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. that I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I didn't see coming. I was like, oh, of course yes. they've got the real one finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Gutman takes like a knife or some keys or something and starts yeah. scraping at it, and it right. doesn't come off. Like, so they're ruining it. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's a fake. It's a phony. It's lead, they say. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I remember reading that it was heavy. <laughs> like, actually, actually to carry, it, it was heavy. Well, it was actually made of lead, right? Mm-hmm. Again, I did like Kyra's reaction because he, he like screams and again oh, almost yes. starts crying in the corner. And then, and then Gutman's just like, all right, you can cry like a little girl or we can go actually try to find it again. <laughs> I had Wesley cry. though, because yeah. Laurie's character's like, you're an idiot. You tipped yes. them off. And you're you're stupid. Blah, 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 yes. Yes. Oh, okay, sure. Let's go. I got, I got yes. nothing better going. It's like 17 I, years. Let's just keep going. I noted that as he cried, he he was yelling at, at the fat man, Gutman. You stupid fathead, you. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just every character in this movie should be yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah, and yet it was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars, Best Supporting Actor. Uh, for Sydney Greenstreet for playing Gutman, the mm. fat man. Uh, he, was, he was like a classic stage actor. Yes, yeah. I could Sydney, tell. He's in a lot <laughs> okay. of stuff, Sydney Greenstreet. Uh, and Best Screenplay. And the National Board of Review gave it Best Acting, uh, Mary Astor and Humphrey Bogart. Uh, National Board of Review? Yeah, they still Were do they stuff. Like I think, the don't they? <laughs> uh, oh, yes, Mary Astor was Bridget. Uh, yes. Double check my notes there. Uh, I my uh, end notes that I wrote my recap were it was not worth the two ninety nine rental it's really <laughs> it's really overrated. Uh, sure, you got to talk. I'll loan you some of these in the future. Yeah, <laughs> so, and uh, I didn't care what would happen to anyone. Underlined anyone, <laughs> and that Peter Laurie's Cairo is the most likable character. Yes, you care about yes, Cairo. How can you not love Peter Laurie in anything? Uh, it did make me want to see more Peter Laurie films. Yes. yes. Yes, because I've liked him in other things. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, I should really like watch more of his stuff. Yeah. I think it's a good piece of film history. I think I actually had to watch it for a film history class, which is the last time I saw it. Mm. It's funny because I started watching it again for this. I'm like, I don't remember how this turns out wow. <laughs> at all. Um, it's kind of funny. So I, I had this half memory, so I had to look it up real quick. Yeah. I, uh, I think there is a sequel but it's one of those where it's the gray like a, Falcon? it's a parody. The Falcon and the Snowman was it? That was the maybe. No, I'm something completely. There's like a parody <laughs> sequel that came out like thirty joke. years after. Oh, odd. like they were really trying to capitalize. But when I just looked it up on Wikipedia, there was a proposed actual sequel that they oh. wanted to call. The Further Adventures of the Maltese Falcon. Oh, that's oh, perfect. No. That's perfect. Was, was going to come back and do it the next year. But it, he was he he was such a big name director after this movie yep. that he said, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that stupid sequel. Wow, that would have been yeah. terrible. So I think there's a parody sequel that's out there that isn't like official, but it's as it's the closest. Like someone does play Sam Spade or Sam Spade Jr. or something. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Geez. Well, then it, it all just makes me think of Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid as well with, you yeah. know, cutting all these movies together with Steve Martin doing the yeah. detective thing. I haven't seen that in years. I need to see that again. But uh, I would rather watch that. 
well, I think than I, any of the actual. I, I saw that like pretty recently. And I'll tell you for all the problems that you have with 1940s nah. stuff. Well, when you get into the 90s stuff that Steve Martin is doing to the 40s people, right. that's where you go. Oh, come on, Steve! Come on. <laughs> no. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, I did not like this movie. I really think? didn't like it at all. <laughs> I was stressing out about what I was going to talk about because <laughs> I just really, I really checked out on this. I couldn't. Um, and then I thought, well, because we watched it so long ago, I, I was going to rewatch it or whatever. And uh, Joe suggested, well, just maybe just catch up on Wikipedia or something. Mm-hmm. And I procrastinated that. <laughs> yeah. She actually I stopped that. halfway through the page and got up and cleaned. <laughs> I, I, I swept wow. him off the floor. Like, Joe just wanted a clean apartment. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd rather clean than read, so that is yeah, really, I that really, is really I bad. really disliked it. Yeah, I gotta out. say, I really enjoyed it when I watched it like 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Watching it again now, it's really? okay. I would recommend someone watch it if they are a huge film buff and they just yeah. want to see where this yeah, sort sure, of thing yeah, sure. originated. Just but don't expect man, to enjoy it. Man, there's so many other better noir pictures that yeah. you could pick and watch and really enjoy that this isn't one high on my list to recommend to anyone. It's like if you're a noir buff or if, if you're like a if you're into screenwriting, whether you're writing your own or, or reading them, I think this is definitely like a good a good example of like a noir film. What and, not to and do? The, what, not what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> so there are some good parts. So. There's there's good yeah. parts, and it's a very good like 1940s style. If you want to wrap your head around that style, like this is definitely the movie yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it, in that same way, this is uh, like a museum piece. This this is like we yes. can study it. Yes. We, you know, don't do it again. You know, don't. Yeah. yeah. Consider uh, it in its contemporary context. Yeah. Right. I get that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not in the modern context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- I th- I think that's that's the most I can say because even uh, watching it again here, I just thought, oh, wh- what what was the th- why <laughs> was this so big? Yeah, I guess this? it's just at the time it was it was like new. Yeah, uh, and then I think just you know it's really easy to grasp onto like the Maltese Falcon, like it is a physical object that everyone's chasing. Yeah, it is like the classic MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, people like referencing MacGuffins. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they yes. Do, yeah. It's a fun word, MacGuffin. Mm. All right, so I'm Andrew Lindy. Uh, you can find me on other podcasts like uh, Nothing New, a remake podcast where I talk about film remakes uh, and uh, what's the other one? Oh, Dunstan Checks Men. <laughs> That's the one. That's that one where uh, every uh, week my co-host and I talk about one minute of the 1996-8 film Dunstan Checks In. Uh, check those both out on the Ben V Network, benvnetwork.com. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. I'm Bethany Brinton. I'm a film composer and musician, and you can find me on all of the things at Bethany Brinton. I am Cheryl Jones. I host Movies Made Me. You can find it at mmmpodcast.com or on Twitter and Facebook at Movies Made Me Pod and Instagram at Movies Made Me. I'm Alisa Gonzalez. I'm at This Alisa on Twitter. And uh, our podcast is on It's On My List Pod on all the social medias. You can find us on patreon.com slash It's On My List Pod. 
And I'm Joe Myers. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at that Joe Myers. I'm also a co-host on a horror show called The Podcast Macomb. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Macomb and on our Facebook page. And thank you for listening to It's On My List. What did you think, Brock? We're d- <laughs> <laughs> God, that impression of the Maltese Falcon. Silence Brock, speaks. I'm so, so impressed. Stoic. <laughs> Majestic. <laughs>